Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science who are here to help you get accepted into PA school, get through PA school, and then have a thriving career as a PA. So if you are a pre-PA, a PA student, or a physician assistant, then you are in the right place. We are so happy you are here and so excited for your future. Before we get started, here's a few housekeeping items. First, we want to tell you about something we are doing that we know is going to be so incredibly valuable to you. We have an application to acceptance course that shows you exactly how to create your most competitive application, and it's a game changer for helping you get into PA school. But here's what we are doing. When you sign up for our application to acceptance course, we are going to go through every single piece with you every week. So not only do you get the course, but you get us every week to help you personally create your strongest CASPA application. We help you get your personal statement done and make sure it's epic, help create your strongest CASPA experience descriptions and everything in between so that you are ready to submit when CASPA opens and not just submit, but submit with confidence in your most competitive application so you can land interviews. Let's get you into PA school, sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So today we're going to talk about a little bit of a sensitive subject. Today we're going to talk about how to handle a rejection from a PA school. Whether they didn't interview you or you did get an interview but did not get a seat, either way both these things can be really hard to handle because we know that you put a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of your energy, your passion, your soul into your application so it can be really hard when someone tells you no. So the first thing is is you have to figure out where are you stuck in the application process. So for example, if you submitted your CASPA application but did not get any interviews, then you need to work on fixing your actual application itself. If you submitted CASPA and you got lots of interviews but you didn't get a seat, then you need to figure out what went wrong in the interview process. So where is the process stalling for you? Is your CASPA application not strong enough to get you that interview or are your interview skills not strong enough to land you that seat, right? So figure out where you're getting stuck in the process. The second thing is is to reach out to feedback for the schools. For example, let's say you interviewed at a school and you did not get accepted, you did not get placed on the wait list, or maybe you did get placed on the wait list but didn't get a seat. You can reach out to those programs and ask for any feedback. Now, again, we wanna do this really professionally and we wanna do this after the interview is over, right? You don't want your last questions in the interview to be, hey, do you have any feedback? How do you think I did? Because that's kinda like, asking for answers on the test, right? You want to wait till the interview's over, you want to send your thank you note, and then once you hear back about the interview results, then you can ask if they have any feedback for you. Again, this needs to be really, really professional, and you can send it to the admissions coordinator and not directly to the faculty, all right? Now, some schools are not going to give you feedback, and that is nothing on you. That doesn't mean they didn't like you or you did anything horribly wrong. Some schools just say, hey, we get a lot of applications, we do a lot of interviews, so we do not give individual feedback. And some schools might give you some feedback, right? Sometimes it's generic and not super helpful, but some schools will actually give individual feedback. So if you ask for feedback and they give you individual feedback, then it's really important that you listen to that feedback, right? Because that's really important for their school and they're giving you tips and tricks in case you apply next year to that school, what you can do better. So reaching out and asking for feedback is never bad. Again, you just need to do it at the right time and the right place. Another thing I want you to realize is sometimes you feel like a failure. You don't get into PA school at the school you want or you don't get in your first cycle or your second cycle and it can make you feel like a failure. But this is really important to remember that you yourself are not a failure, right? Failure is an event. 
It is not a person, right? You maybe did something wrong or screwed something up, but that doesn't mean that you are a screw up, right? So just because you weren't perfect doesn't mean that you are a failure. So sometimes people internalize this and it becomes their self-identity. And then all of a sudden you start to lose hope and think it's never going to happen because I'm a failure. I'm not perfect. I didn't do this, that, and that. So remember, failure is just an event. And most students who apply do not get accepted to every single program they apply to. Most students don't get interviews at every single program, right? So you only need one program to really match you. And so don't think like, oh, I've had so many rejections. I'm such a failure. I can never get in. It's really pushing past that, right? Persevering through the hard times to get out on the other side. So if you did get a rejection, maybe you didn't get an interview or maybe you didn't get a seat, we really want you to focus on what you're doing now to make yourself stronger. So for example, let's say you applied back in July and then you interviewed in October and then in December you were told you didn't get a seat, right? Well, think about it. All the way from July to December, you're just making yourself more competitive. Maybe you took more classes and raised your GPA. Maybe you took some upper-level science classes and got some better foundations. Maybe you got more patient care hours. Maybe you shadowed a little bit more. Maybe you learned some more clinical skills at your job. Whatever you're doing, you're not the same person you were when you applied, even if it was just six months ago. And if it was an entire year ago, let's say you applied last cycle, just think of how much stronger you are. Think of how many more steps you've taken towards your dream, right? So you're not the same person. We don't just stay in place in life. We keep moving forward. So even if things didn't work out for you last year, you've had a whole year, a whole 12 months, 365 days in order to make yourself a better candidate. So you don't feel like, hey, I got rejected last year or I didn't get the results I wanted last year. It's going to happen this year, right? So you really need to focus on the future and focus on the things that you are doing right. Focus on how much more competitive you are and how much stronger an application you have. And then again, if you take an honest look at your application, think about what your weaknesses are and try to shore up those weaknesses. So it's really important that if you apply again, you need to have faith that will happen. You need to have that drive. You need to have that passion because if you lose all this hope and you allow one school's rejections or two school rejections or however many 15 school rejections to really get you down, then you're allowing them more power than they actually have. You're allowing them to have power over you and your future and don't let anybody tell you what your future can and can't be, right? Again, we all have a different path. And some of our paths are shorter, some are longer, but if we all want to get to destination, we have to take the path that's in front of us. So don't let yourself be defined by a rejection from a school or a denial of an interview or a denial of a seat or grade point average or a GRE score. Don't let yourself be defined by that, right? You're bigger than that. You're better than that. You have more to you than that. So we know it's hard to handle rejection. And sure, you might have a day or two of where you kind of feel down and blue, but then get back to it, right? This is your dream for a reason. You are given this dream for a reason, and that means you're meant to be a PA. So I hope this helps cope with things when they don't go your way in the application process. But just remember, you know, next month is a new month. Next year is a new year. Next cycle is a new cycle. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are so excited for your future as a PA. Don't forget to sign up for our free two-day personal statement challenge in the show notes that is coming up March 23rd and 24th.
we're going to show you how to create an outstanding personal statement that will impress programs and make you an even stronger candidate by highlighting your strengths, explaining weaknesses in the right way, and showing your passion for wanting to join the PA profession. Again, the two-day challenge is on March 23rd and 24th, and it's totally free and tons of fun. Sign up in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you at the next episode.